Here's what's happening in the news. I'm John Ryan reporting. No serious injuries were reported Tuesday following a grain truck rollover accident south of Arcadia. According to Carroll County Sheriff's Office, a deputy was dispatched at approximately 2.36 p.m. to the scene of the crash near the intersection of 220th Street and Delta Avenue. Authorities say a 2013 Peterbilt semi-tractor trailer operated by 52-year-old Larry Lee Leslie of Auburn was traveling southbound on Delta and drifted onto the west shoulder. The which was carrying a full load of grain, slipped into the West Ditch and caused the vehicle to overturn. Traffic was blocked for several hours while first responders worked to clear that scene. Leslie reported possible minor injuries but was not transported for treatment. Damage was reported in the accident, estimated at $100,000. Healthcare facilities and pharmacies are continuing to see shortages of antibiotic medications as hospitals are reporting high levels of kids sick with viral infections like the flu and RSV. The executive director of pharmacy for Unity Point Des Moines, Brian Benson, says they're being careful to make sure that they're saving medications like amoxicillin for bacterial infections because it just doesn't work on viruses. We're not trying to not get drugs or, or, or not treat patients that's really, you know, we're, we're making the, the best decisions we can based on, you know, the, the bug, if you will, that's causing the infection. And we're really trying to make sure that we, we have things on hand for patients that really need it. He says they're able to get by on the supply that they have and patients can help by understanding how things are treated. If it's, you know, suspected to be viral, you're not going to get an amoxicillin to treat the viral infection. So maybe not demanding a, an antibiotic. Benson says that uh, parents can prevent the spread of all infections by just keeping their kids home when they're sick. Home sales in the state were down nearly 30% in November compared to one year ago. The Iowa Association of Realtors report the drop was not unexpected as interest rates continue to rise. The median sales price of single-family homes was $1,000 below November of last year at $1,891,000. The, uh, the report says that the home sales for the year are down only 9%. The number of homes available in November was up, bucking the trend of decreasing inventory that started before COVID. The report says that homeowners who have been sitting on the sidelines watching interest rates should be ready to buy in 2023 as interest rates are expected to settle in and the inventory of homes increases. Well, each year, the Carroll Broadcasting website and mobile app draws nearly 2 million unique page views. And News Director Nathan Cones counts down the list of our most viewed stories of 2022. As we look forward to 2023, the New Year's holiday is an excellent time to look back at what you, our audience, found most interesting from the hundreds of local stories we produce each year. Starting out at number 10, 45-year-old Kevin John Neppel of Carroll was formally charged in January with criminal mischief, trespassing, and stalking via use of an authorized GPS device for forcing his way into a Carroll residence and then hiding a tracker to monitor the victim's movements. Neppel was arrested again in February for a similar incident. He eventually reached a plea agreement with prosecutors and was placed on probation for two years. On to number nine. On January 30th, the Casey's East in Carroll was smashed into by a 2010 Ford Escape. The driver, 60-year-old Ida Irene Smith of Hamlin, told law enforcement she had mistaken the gas pedal for the brake and accelerated into the structure's north facade. 
However, further investigation by authorities found Smith had been drinking prior to the incident and tested her blood alcohol content. The test returned a .207 result, more than two and a half times the legal limit. Smith was arrested and charged with operating while intoxicated. Fortunately, no injuries were reported during that incident. On to number eight, Kinderfest is usually a day of fun for residents in Manning. However, a house fire caused by a grill explosion led many of the volunteer firefighters from the area, from four departments, to drop what they were doing to rush to the scene. At approximately 2 p.m. on June 18th, a group of people were grilling at 110 East Street in Manning when the grill erupted, igniting the home. To make matters worse, temperatures on that day pushed into the high 90s, and at least a half dozen firefighters had to be treated for early signs of heat stress. Manning residents answered the call, though, bringing coolers full of cold water for the firefighters. One person was treated at the scene for mild burns following that fire, but no other injuries were reported. The house was considered a total loss in that blaze. On to number seven. On August 1st, a crop-dusting helicopter crashed a few miles south of Arcadia. Police say the pilot, 78-year-old Michael Milleron, was operating a 206 Jet Ranger over the fields just west of Delta Avenue when the chopper suddenly lost engine power. Milleron managed to complete an emergency landing, but not without avoiding severe damage to the helicopter and himself. Milleron suffered a few broken bones, but he did manage to walk to a nearby roadway after the crash under his own power. The Federal Aviation Administration and National Transportation Safety Bureau have not released a final report related to that crash. And then to number six, early this fall, a multi-year Department of Natural Resources investigation did lead to a Glidden man's conviction on over 20 hunting violations. 41-year-old Joshua Ray Snyder was found guilty in Taylor County District Court in connection to a poaching incident from several years ago. Charges included failure to report a harvest, improper deer license or tag, rifle violations, over-limit violations, violating legal methods of take, and several others. He was convicted on more than 20 of the charges. One charge was dismissed, however, interference with official acts. And that is going to wrap up the first half of our listeners' top 10 stories of 2022. Be sure to stay tuned for the remainder of our countdown. And, of course, my favorite stories of the year. I'm Nathan Cones, wishing you the best in 2023. Thank you very much for that, Nathan. That is a look at what's happening with your news here at KCIM. We'll talk about the weather forecast coming up in a few minutes. Got a nice stretch heading into 2023. Details on that, one minute away.